This is another episode of Main Corpse. I am your host, Matt. And I'm Kelsey. This is Kelsey. We have got a story for you that's going to turn the stomach. Welcome back to Main Corpse. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Matt. And I don't know why I expected this to be a horror d'oeuvres intro today. I don't know, because it's you, not. Cause, yeah. I don't know. I almost <laughs> said it, and I was like, yeah, I'm I not. I saw your face. I almost jumped in on there and said it, and then I was like, if, if I sounded a little bit surprised, that's probably why. Because I was like, and I'm Matt. I'm Matt. <laughs> I think I'm Matt. I think that's my name. All um, right. I, I am shockingly excited for the food today um this is one of my favorite places in our state i love getting food from here do you want to explain what you picked up because you you ordered it and everything yeah so so, um i picked up pies and pints today Um, oh yeah so i got the grape and gorgonzola i got their white pizza Mm -hmm. and then i got just a regular pepperoni pizza Um, no this white pizza you got is this one that has the whole pieces of garlic on it that i was talking about okay yeah um so it's not the mushroom pizza because, you know, I'd die. But they when I ordered the mushroom and said, hey, no mushrooms on that, they said, it's really basically just this pizza, if that's what you want. And I was mm-hmm. like, and they said it was slightly cheaper. So that's the way we went. Um, and I, I'm excited to I'm, try that. I'm so excited. So um, I feel like we do need to mention that Pies and Pints is a franchise, and we realize that. Mm-hmm. However, it was started in Fayetteville, right? Fayetteville, uh, West Virginia is where it was originally started. This is a West Virginia original. So I did want to throw this out there. Um, we are starting to do a couple. So on, on our main episodes like this, we are starting to do a couple places that are technically chains. Um, we've done a few before that were as well, just very small chains. Um, they're the same way. They're a very small chain. Um, they're not massive by any by any stretch. But if you're in one of the following states, look them up and you can try them. Obviously, the great state of West Virginia. We have three locations, including the original. Then you're going to find five locations in Ohio, including one in Columbus that I've been to. Because I was like, I'm on vacation. Let's do something nice and go to a place I've been to 400 times. Um, it was delicious. Uh, there's uh, two in Alabama. There's two. <laughs> you in... just admitted you vacation to Ohio. Well, I was there. On, I was there for three days. Uh, it's not really a vacation. But, vacation. You know, to Ohio. I was I was out of town for the weekend. I had nothing to do. Um, Indiana uh, has two locations and Kentucky has one. Mm-hmm. So this is actually one that you guys might be able to to track down and try. Um, but uh, we chose them because again, they are a West Virginia original, um, and they are absolutely fantastic um but we are going to try a couple that i haven't really had a lot of today and then one that is a just a standby so um uh all right so what do we have okay so i already told you what we have oh you did you went over it just now i did all right i'm an idiot okay all right where and do you we can start? physically see it where, where do, do you want to start where do you want to start the white pizza i'm not let's gonna start lie. at the white pizza then okay, cool so this has the ricotta instead of the feta that normally comes on the one you get, but it's nice and oily. There's whole pieces of roasted garlic Those on it. Those whole pieces of roasted garlic are so good. They're like little, mm-hmm. um, they're like little little pops of just deliciousness in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. They're they're kind of um, sweet. They're mildly, and I I mean this very mildly, um, mildly like a little spicy. I guess if you're if you have taste buds like that, it's not spicy to me but for some people it may be a little bit um Mm. yeah it's perfect 
I like the chewiness of the crust, and I like that, like, when you look into the side of it, you can see, like, the little air mm-hmm. bubble pockets. This, this is this is a really great crust. Yeah, everything's almost perfect with this pizza. It's so it's so good. Taking this home and reheating it the next day is even better. Or not even bothering to reheat it. Yeah, yeah, just eating it cold. Okay, now let's move to the one that kind of throws me off sometimes, which is the grape and grape and gorgonzola. Um, this is this my favorite. Yeah, this is this is Kelsey's um, go to. This is mm. actually one of the first times we ever talked about food. Was her asking me if I've tried the grape and gorgonzola at uh, at Pies and Pints? Yeah, that was. Many, many moons before we <laughs> mm-hmm. decided to do this show. So you may think that sounds terrible. It's until not. you realize that grapes actually have more in common with tomatoes than almost any other any other mm-hmm. fruit around. It almost comes across like a sweet tomato mm-hmm. on it. But it's it definitely tastes like grapes still. Um, the gorgonzola is so bold and delicious on mm-hmm. this. It's, it's unreal. I think that the sweetness of the grape cuts through the gorg really nicely. It's I like genuinely having, could eat just an entire pizza of this it's by like myself. Having, um, and I, I'm going to do you a favor. This is the only piece of it I'm going to eat so that you and Brittany can tear this up. But I'm really glad I got it. And, man, when you see the amount of gorgonzola they put on this, like mm-hmm. you can see the color from it. They really aren't stingy with that gorgonzola. They layer it on there. Oh, delicious. I mean, they really, really lay it on thick. Um, they put a lot of it on there. I'm going to save that for later so I can enjoy it. Okay, now... Um, the, the picky person's pizza, the, the, the original go-to, the OG, um, the pepperoni pizza, and it does have the little cup and char pepperoni, and it has my favorite thing they See, do, which is where they swirl the sauce on top mm-hmm. of the pie. Mm. Yeah, and my favorite thing about this pepperoni is how thick it is. Mm-hmm. It's not just cup and char. Yeah. It is thick. Yeah. And it's, um, so their, their sauce is magical to me. Their red sauce is so good. It's so simple and it's just so robust. Um, I mean, it really shocks you how garlicky and tomato it is when you try it. Um, but my two-year-old ate an entire slice and a half of this for lunch today. Like, she was about it. So the pepperoni, not only is it nice and thick cut, mm-hmm. it is so flavorful. It's so well seasoned. I've been places before where the flavor of the pepperoni. Yeah, I mean, this is just this is quality pizza, and honestly, it wasn't that pricey. It's I not. bought two small pizzas and one large pizza, and I spent fifty six dollars. Which is not that bad. And if you wait until you can get like specials from them, it's even better. Mm-hmm. Like some of their specials are unreal. Really, I mean, and their salads too. Have you had their salads mm-hmm. before? Oh my! Yeah, they have one of my favorite salads there. So I'll say, I'll tell you my go-to, because we didn't have it today, in case anyone would like to try this one. My go-to, um, when I go there, is just, I think they call it the classic, is what they call mm-hmm. it. So it's got pepperoni. It's got really nice, spicy banana peppers on it. Um, it's got, like, a ground sausage with, like, really fennel-heavy sausage. And oh, it wow. is it is unreal. I mean, it's very, very good. Well, I Matt, believe, it feels like you should have told me that's what you wanted. Well, I believe it comes with mushrooms, and I didn't want to do that to you, because I don't know that it would taste the same to me without mushrooms. That's fair. Um, but that is my go-to. And, and gotcha. again, it's it's 
basically like their pepperoni, but then add those nice tangy hot banana peppers on top of okay. it. Um, it's got that swirl of sauce. And like I said, that really, really fennel heavy sausage just really tugs at my heartstrings. I, okay. I love a good fennel sausage. So um, I would say try the classic and the grape and gorgonzola for love sure. Love the grape and gorg. If you have a chance to add those delicious little pieces of whole roasted garlic, um, to just anything. Add them. Just add them. Ask for them on the side and eat them with a spoon. They're freaking delicious. I mean, they're so good. So good. Yeah, and definitely if you do that, you don't have to worry about vampires for yes. at least a month. Yeah, nobody will want to come around you, which is the... Uh, which <laughs> or is, anyone uh, at yeah. all. That's that's the bonus prize. You that know you what, yeah. creeps? Um, that is that is our number one life rule. Eat mm-hmm. garlic by the spoonful so serial killers won't attack you. Because they won't want to, you know, be found by the yeah. smell. And this also tells you, if you ever walk up to our table at something we're, we're, you know, set up at, that's the smell. You're like, what's that? What am I smelling when I come around you guys? <laughs> yeah. It's our, it's they our, just, They're know. just like, man, it smells like there's an Italian restaurant nearby, it's but our, I don't know why. It's our pocket baggies of roasted garlic. It's, um, it's just... We, we have them in our pocket. We just pull them open, and we have a spoon, and we just we just eat whole roasted garlic. It's uh, and that's how Matt lost all that weight. Uh huh. That's it. That's how. That's how I did. It's the secret. Eat eat so eat much roasted garlic. Roasted um, garlic. Keep it in your pocket for for you know when you're when you're that filling are, down. You know and you're good. Whole hard boiled eggs and yeah, baking oh, grease. Man, can you imagine. <laughs> all right. So again, pies and pints. I I know they're a chain. I get it. If anyone is is upset by that, we're sorry. But at the same time, they're from West Virginia. There 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 are folks. So we uh, there we are to, folks, you know. and it's nice to see our folks succeed. I know, I know. Um, and also be a chain and still have such quality. I'm I'm going to give you another chain that we need to try from the state, but we're going to try it on a horror d'oeuvres episode. Ooh. All right, we're gonna, and you're not going to be you're not going to be super stoked on this unless you are. Um, Shoney's is also from our state. Stop it. No, it really it's not. is. It was actually started by the son of the guy that owned uh, the the King Tut Drive-In in Charleston, West Virginia. Shoney's so, is terrible. I know. Shoney's is not great. But we are going to try it on this show because it's from West Virginia. So let's give it another shot. Let's give it another shot. Um, well, that doesn't seem very fair to I us. I know. I know. It's, uh, we're going to do it. Brittany likes it. I mean, but she also liked, do you know she tried the Dill Pickle Slim Jim and loved it? I knew she was going to like it. She bought one today. Um, she actually sent it to the group chat and said, I saw. Guess I saw. what? Um, and I thought everyone would be like, you liked it. You maniac. Um, I don't know how, but Brittany loves. That's disgusting. She Brittany, you're uninvited from Friendsgiving. I, I tried it again. I took another bite of, it, of the dill pickle slim gym. If you tell me you liked it, I'm leaving. Um. You may want to close your computer. No, it's it's disgusting. It's absolutely <laughs> awful. It it might taste worse now than it did the first time I tried it. Um, it is still the worst I, thing. We did have you had let her show. open that in your car? I did. Does I, your car smell bad now? It does not. I don't know how the smell didn't fill the car, uh, but she did try it. Um, and I I don't know that I want to be around her right now. After after saying Listen, that she liked it, I I understand that she produces our show, but if you want to divorce her at this point, at this, at this it's point, fine. she'll still keep producing the show. I mean, she'll she'll keep doing it. But um, <laughs> yeah, she loved it. She loved I, the deal. Oh, disgusting, Brittany. Yeah. So Brittany, I put I put your dirty laundry out there uh, that you that you liked that disgusting disgusting Slim Jim. 
You know what? I think we I think we tried that before we knew she was gonna like everything yeah. so far that we've hated. So we didn't even get to razz her on it. That so. was our very first horror d'oeuvre, too, wasn't it? It was one of them. It yeah. was one of the early ones. If you want to hear what we thought of the Dill Pickle Slim Jim in more detail than this, go listen to that because we uh, we were savage to that thing. We weren't mean enough. Yeah. All right. You have a story today, so I'm gonna let I you. I do. Get to it. I do. Um. Hi, God. This story is really hard because I didn't know where to start with it. So we're gonna start with Christine Moody which is her most recent name. I didn't bother to look up her maiden name. Okay. But we're going to start before her last name was Moody. Okay. Um, She was raised in a really difficult environment and found it extremely difficult to make friends as a kid. Um, After high school, she moved out to try to overcome the issues that she was facing due to an abusive home life and general unpopularity. Um, She met a man, started dating him. After a few months, they were engaged. At the time, she was 25. After a few years, they divorced. She moved to Colorado and began dating someone that she had known in her youth, which turned out to be the wrong move, as he was extremely abusive. Um, She eventually left after she was unable to continue handling the abuse anymore, and at this point vowed never to be a victim again, and moved back to California. At 32, she felt she was ready to move on from some of her trauma and began online dating. Well, that's a good way to, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, it's, I feel like the background's really important. Um, So Jeremy Moody, at the time, was 27. Uh, He was from Union County, South Carolina. He attended Bible study, and he taught study on Sundays occasionally. His father was a preacher. He met Christine online, and then they got to know each other over the phone and email, because one lived in South Carolina and one in California. Makes sense. Um, They eventually decided to meet in person, so he left South Carolina to meet her in California. Um, He ended up staying with her, and a little under a year later, the two of them were married. Um, At this point, they moved back to South Carolina to be closer to his family and his church, And um, they moved in with his parents to save up to purchase a place of their own. Christine became a homemaker while Jeremy worked. Um, And a few months after the wedding, Christine was diagnosed with breast cancer. She ended up having to have a double mastectomy. And then after a year of treatment, her cancer successfully went into remission. It was at this point that the police believed that there was no indication to Jeremy's parents um, that what their son's plans were, and they ended up being extremely cooperative with the sheriff's office. Um, In the summer of 2013, the couple had settled into their life together and became extremely involved in the church. So it was just after 8.30 p.m. on July the 21st, When a local man stopped by his neighbor's house to pick up his car, who the gentleman was a mechanic who ran a repair shop out of his garage, which is relatively common for areas like this. And I I literally go to a guy quite quite a bit to have to have things done that that just runs right out. Is the guy just your dad? Um, No, no, I do go there a (laughs) lot, but um, there's a guy I know that has a press who will... Gotcha. Uh, yeah, he'll press, like, ball joints and and, uh, and stuff like that. Or not, not ball joints, but yeah, either way. I don't know what any of um, these words mean. But yeah. Um, so anyway, 
The gentleman noticed that the front door was open and called out to see if anyone was home. When he tried to enter the house, he was actually met by his neighbor's dogs who would not let him come in the house. Um, They were jumping on the door and their paws appeared to be spreading something on the glass. At this point, he realized he really couldn't do anything. He couldn't investigate. So he calls 911. An officer comes to the house um, and manages to enter the house through a side door after he announced himself and received no answer. It was at this point that he found the bodies of a male and a female on the couch. The dogs were guarding the bodies, and from a distance, he could tell both people had been shot. The wife was slumped over the couch with her throat cut. Uh, The victim's dogs were rounded up and taken to a shelter. The bodies of the victims were then identified as the homeowners, and after being shot, they were both also stabbed multiple times. Someone, somebody had had something against them, uh, apparently. That's intense. That's a lot. That's a lot. Because, I mean, honestly, a home invasion where, where someone gets shot, I'm not saying that's normal, but, I mean, that's that's kind of par for the course when you're dealing with home invasions. Um, yeah. This feels uh, a little bit more personal. The investigator's first instincts included robbery. Mm-hmm. Um, like, maybe someone thought... They had a lot of money because of the repair business that Butch was running out of his house. Um, but the house wasn't cluttered or ransacked, and there was clearly no forced entry. Wow. Okay. Yeah. The nature of the attack told investigators that it wasn't just a random act of violence, um, and it showed a great personal hate. Um, investigators looked into Butch and Gretchen's history, and the couple had just a few years prior moved from South Carolina to North sorry, to South Carolina from North Carolina. Um, They kept to themselves and they were extremely quiet. They apparently had no enemies and appeared to be model citizens. So I'm going to throw this out there and I'm not, I'm not telling you this is how you should do it if you were ever going to kill somebody. But what I'm, what I'm hearing. So I've noticed something on this show and it's happened when you've done episodes and when I've done episodes, we always bring up, well, the police, investigated and concluded it it probably didn't have anything to do with just a simple home invasion and robbery. Mm -hmm. If you want to kill somebody, I feel like you can ransack the house and just just shoot them. Your enemy is gone and the cops are going to be like, well, someone robbed the house and they're just going to let it go. Yeah. Uh, That's wild. I hear that a lot. Yeah. That's wild. Okay. All right. Sorry. I just wanted to throw that in there. No, you're you're totally fine. Um, but yeah, that's <laughs> that's something I come across a lot. Um, so according to a criminal history that was provided by um, the state law enforcement division, um, Charles Butch Parker had actually been convicted of third degree criminal sexual conduct stemming from two different charges, one in 2003 oh, wow. and <clears throat> a charge from 1991. Um, in that case, both of the, um, in the 2003 case, both of the Parkers were charged by the York County Sheriff's Office and accused of assaulting a 31-year-old mentally challenged woman. Um, Charles Parker, or Butch, was required to register as a sex offender in South Carolina because of his prior charges. The Parkers also had some pending drug charges from arrests the previous year related to the sale of prescription painkillers. Um, but in spite of the pending drug charges, it appeared to authorities that the Parkers lived a relatively quiet life at home with their pets. And they they did 
mention that Butch was always on time to schedule for his um, registration because he had to redo it every year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Doesn't that suck? Every that single does. year? Like, come on, man. Nothing's changed. I'm still a registered sex offender. That's I mean, I, I'm assuming it has something to do with making sure they're not trying to, like, change their location. Yeah. They're able to keep a closer closer tab on them. Um, I know. I, 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 I would it. just be so put out by it. I know. This is the real reason I don't commit any crimes, because <laughs> if I ever get caught, it would be so inconvenient. <laughs> I would, but that would be <laughs> such a hassle. It would. Do you know, do you talk about making Monday worse? You know what I mean? Like, Jesus. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm the worst. Like I don't, I don't commit crimes. I, I want it to I don't be. Wanna be I want it to be known that it was Kelsey who said that, not Matt. <laughs> All right. I don't commit crimes because I'm a model citizen. I don't commit crimes because it would be really inconvenient <laughs> if I got caught. I don't. <laughs> I don't commit crimes because I just I can't I can't you know I can't marry myself to a schedule that rough. I really can't um, though. Can you no imagine? Way. That's awful. <laughs> okay, excuse me. So at this point, um, the investigators began looking into Butch's victims to see if it might be a revenge killing. And they also looked into the possibility that maybe he'd tried to commit another crime similar to his previous ones. And this time was murdered in the midst of his act. And then they found it. There was a sign on the property um, that said, smile, you're on camera. They had surveillance cameras at the scene. Okay. I'm assuming someone was smart enough to make sure that they cleared those surveillance cameras, found them. Two of the cameras were near the side door, through which both the Parkers and the Moody's were seen entering the home before the killings. Um, One camera was actually trained on the door, while the other faced the driveway. Now, police suspected that the people... In the video could be the Parker's killers, but due to the low quality of the video, it made determine actually determining the um, identities to be extremely difficult. So they had to go through um, another agency of specialists to see if they could enhance the quality of the video. Now, the Spartanburg uh, County Sheriff's Office actually assisted doing that, and in the meantime the investigators turn their focus on to the molestation charges against Bush. Butch. Oh, my God. I cannot talk today. <laughs> investigators requested um, records from North Carolina looking for something that could reveal any kind of potential suspect for the murderer in the files, and ultimately it was a dead end. Other than the victim's bodies, the killers actually left no other physical evidence behind. Um, by July 23rd, investigators finally got the break they were hoping for, and the video specialist had enhanced the video. So this is only two days. Man, listen, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna do this because again we we talk a lot of shit on investigators and police. It sounds like they really did the work on this one. Yeah, uh, no, were, I know. This is kind of impressive. I'm listening to this for I'm the like, first time ever. I'm we're like, like, yeah, wow, was, good job, guys. Wow, you guys are kicking some ass down there in Spartansburg. Wow. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. So two days later, they finally get the break because the video specialist enhanced the video. Mm-hmm. The footage showed the couple speaking um, to Butch and Gretchen, and then all four of them walking inside together, and it appeared to be really friendly. But one officer noticed that the man who we will later find out is Jeremy Moody. Mm-hmm. I, I um, assumed. Yeah. <laughs> um, had a gun. And the woman in the video 
appeared to be concealing what investigators think was a knife behind her back. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. The two exit a few moments later without Butch and Gretchen. Um, they paused to take a smoke and then got in their car and left. Union County investigators recognized the gait of the man in the video. He um, had been arrested a few years earlier for selling prescription drugs. So they recognized his walking pattern? Mm-hmm. What, can we get these investigators to just be in charge of everything from now on? This is fantastic. <laughs> this, this feels like CSI, doesn't it? Yeah, this is really good police work. I, I think it's probably because they're in such a small town that they know him well enough. That makes yeah. even less sense. All right. No, okay, but yeah, that's <laughs> smart. I think they're very good police officers because they're in a small town. No, what? No. But I get no. what you're saying. They would know him. Yeah, that makes more sense. They recognized him. You, when you were like, they recognized the way he walked, I'm like, hot damn. What? Like, like <laughs> Did I really, they get a promotion? I really hope it was like in CSI where they were watching it and then someone came by and they were like, wait, rewind that. I know this man. And like they had this moment, they're like, they're like, how? I remember. And then they do like a flashback sequence where they show him being arrested. So for... Here's the flashback sequence. Yeah. Um so Jeremy was mostly known not to be a troublemaker. His dad was a preacher. He taught Sunday school. Um, the original drug charge that he um, got was explained away because he explained he was selling them to pay off some of his wife's cancer medical <coughs> bills. Okay. Um, yeah. But... Uh, they had fallen on some hard times because Jeremy wasn't working. Christine was on disability due to her cancer. I mean, it was really, really tough. And then in the early morning on July 25th, Christina and Jeremy were both placed under arrest for suspicion of murder. So, again, I just I want to point out that this is this is not like other episodes we've done, because when I listened to, to the way that these police handled this, this was expert. I mean, this is really, really good. Like, I understand the crime itself is bizarre. Um, I can't wait to Can hear. Can I what say something happened. about that? Yeah, I think I think it might even just be that not necessarily that the other police aren't doing anything and aren't aren't working as hard but most of this information i got from one interview that one of the officers did mm -hmm. with a reporter oh wow okay so he they just yeah like maybe they just told people what they were doing excellent yeah it's not like honestly i feel like if the if these police wanted to interview me about something that I had seen and I knew how they had handled this, I would be much more apt to give them information. Don't get me wrong, you like know, I I very much feel like yes, there are things that you keep close to the vest. Yeah, like um, things that only the killer would know. Mm -hmm. But like you can tell the public that you're like doing your job. That's, yeah, that's not gonna hurt they, anybody. They, no, they're actually they're gonna they're probably gonna love to hear that you're doing your job. Yeah, um, I again, this is fantastic police work i just i want to say it again I'm so great impressed job. with it yeah great job folks uh love it so um that's where i'm gonna cut it off for okay. this week all right um so tune in because we've got a lot more to talk about next week um because there is you don't even know how deep this is about to go i can't wait to find out this is this is awesome this is good this is good stuff all right. Well, creeps, tune in next week and we will have the second half of this and 
just know it's about to get wild. Yeah, and uh, please understand, if you're going to commit a crime, make it look like you ransacked the house and look for cameras, um, mm-hmm. or you're going to definitely get caught mm-hmm. because someone knows the way that you walk. That's what I want you guys to take away from I mean, take away the fact that if you see Smile, you're on camera. Actually, look for the, Double check. the cameras. Double check. Yeah, yeah, this is this is also just a stupid criminal. Yeah, like, because yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I feel like if he had, like, seen that sign and just gone in and crushed mm-hmm. a single computer, yeah. this crime would not have been solved. Correct. Agreed. Like, totally agreed. This was o- this was over. I mean, they literally, you, you read that the investigator said they found no other physical evidence in that house. They actually mm-hmm. covered their trail really nicely. Aside from being on freaking candid camera, um... I, I mean, and having an an obscenely like specific walk. Yeah, like that's what's, the only thing that you got know you. that you know that's that it. detective, whoever it was, whatever mm-hmm. officer it was, that man has autism. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he was like, I recognize those footsteps. I love it though. We need more investigators like that. Like more investigators here. with yeah. autism. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Stay creepy, you weirdos. Stay creepy.